We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. I am Bart Winkler. It is the morning of December 28th, a Thursday. I just need to talk of her a little bit. This is one of the, I think, afflictions or the curses of being in this medium. Uh, is that when you have things to say, like you actually have to get them out. I, I have to get things out into the void. I'm so vain. I need my opinions heard. I need, I need people to know what I'm thinking. Actually, I don't think that's it. I need my opinions out there. I just need to, I just need to talk about some stuff. There's so much going on this week. So Taking the holiday week off from the podcast and going to come back with uh, episodes after the new year. I got to figure out what exactly the schedule is going to be on that and like when I'm going to do it, maybe twice a week or, you know, maybe some bonus episodes. I don't entirely have a clue yet. Uh, Still working some of that out. I also want to change the name of the podcast um, to separate it from the the CBS show. So I was thinking um, Winks Things podcast. I've called one that before. I have a ready to go logo. Maybe we'll do that. If you have any suggestions, I would take that. Or uh, I don't know. I really like the Bort Sports Report, but that's too, uh, that's too like in depth. I don't know. Or like, I, I don't know. It's too, too weird. So I just wanted to jump on and talk about a few things quick, and people are welcome to join. Uh, haven't been able to talk about the Bucks. I was going to do a Bucks one late Wednesday, but the alarm was set for three forty-five, and and couldn't get that done. Um, I think I would like to start quickly with Jair Alexander, and then I can talk about Joe Gao, uh, UWL, just having a banger of a week. Uh, my my chancellor. And I call him my chancellor. I don't think he was actually there when I was there, but he took over right after. And Joe Gao, UWL chancellor, got fired because he was in some adult films with his wife. But he was there when I was in news. So I did interview him. I didn't have the great story. Bill's is a great story. Grant's got a great story about how the, 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 
him and his buddies did a pod with Joe Gal, and he showed up alone, and they talked. And Grant's like, "I gotta get, I gotta delete this," uh, and he doesn't even have that. But Joe Gal didn't have a care in the world. Joe Gal was on TMJ uh, this morning talking about his first First Amendment free speech. I don't know. I don't, and the man, the man's just loving his wife on film. There's been a lot of there's been a lot of people that have done a lot worse and have not gotten fired. I mean, the whole world gets to see how much he loves his wife and all the different ways and how many different times. I love that he's like, we also wanted to promote our vegan cooking. Okay. The Jair thing bothers me for one huge reason. I've seen the fan base split a little bit in terms of what Packers fans are feeling. How could you bench this guy? We have to play Justin Jefferson. Uh, Jair has got torched by Jefferson in the past, but also he's a better option than uh, what Preston Smith. So that would be that would be an upgrade if if we could just have a cornerback out there. Uh, Jair has been um, frustrating, I think, for a lot of people. Um, I also think that we know like who he is. He's he's very. Uh, fond of himself he's just very he's very confident is a good way to put it he's very confident and he talks about how um you know much he matters and how good he is and how important he is and all that kind of stuff and i agree with that uh he he is good but if you're gonna talk like you're number one you can't play like you're number six okay you gotta you gotta play like you're number one if you're going to talk like you're number one, you can't play like you're number 15. You got If you're going to talk like you're number one, you got to play like you're number one. Maybe two. You get a leeway if there's some freak of nature out there. But his talk and his play have not been on the same level. A lot of people are speculating that Rasul Douglas was traded because he didn't like the Barry scheme. And Jair is protesting the Barry scheme and a lot of this kind of stuff. And I don't know what the truth is. I think it's very crazy how much drama is on the defensive side of this football team. And I think that that points to the, the coach. The real problem for me is how do you, how do you penalize Joe or Jair Alexander when you don't do anything with Joe Barry? Like they should, if you don't want to fire Joe Barry, LaFleur should just say, Barry, you suck. I'm going to at least suspend you for a game and make you think about what you've done. Like, Go go watch our game on TV at least. Just take a week off. You work hard, sir. Take a week off and get out of here. I think what bothers me about the whole Joe Barry thing is the Lafleur aspect of it. That's what bothers me about Lafleur. So they suspend Jair a game in a big game, whatever. Uh, it's hard to do. You know, Goody had to do this. You know, Goody's Goody probably is all broken up that. You know, Joe Goud. Is there a joke in Goud? In Dowd? In Goud? I don't know if he was that in Goud. Um, but hey, gives hope to the rest of us. So here's Lafleur. Um, when he was asked, Bill Huber asked him from Packer Report, wanting to talk about Jair, and Lafleur plays Belichick on it, and like, fuck you, like that's no. So here's Lafleur. Outside perspective, it would seem that what he did was disrespectful to you and the team. Is that Minnesota Vikings? 
no. Jim, okay. Jair to you. That seems disrespectful. Listen, I'm going to talk about the Minnesota Vikings, Bill, with all due respect. Can that relationship be saved? Now, you, you seem... The Minnesota Vikings relationship? <laughs> Look, I'm... So the the way these coaches act, man, it really bothers me. It, it, like they they just think that they're the they just think they're the bee's knees. They get up there, these reporters, they know they're doing a job. You know, you you're as a reporter, you're tasked with trying to talk to the most impossible people to talk to. And I get that there's a lot of media they have to do. And I don't think you rise up the coaching ranks to be somebody that gets interviewed all the time. But that is the nature of the beast. If you weren't having people interview you, we wouldn't care about you. You wouldn't have millions of dollars in your pocket. That's just the nature of sports. That's that's how it goes. It's a multi-million dollar industry. And so you have to do things that you want in other jobs. You have to answer these questions. You suspended a cornerback that there has been a weird kind of vibe around all year. He's your top cornerback. You're going against a division rival in a primetime game that is a must win if you're going to salvage the playoffs again in a year where maybe we weren't expecting it, but that's the stakes. That's what you did. And you play the guy off. Like he's dumb. You, you, you play the You play the guy off. Like he's like, he's how dare you ask me? Don't you understand? We have a game next week. How dare you ask me? The LaFleur part of it is what drives me nuts. Joe Barry sucks. And I don't think Joe Barry is going to be the coordinator next year. So if you're worried, like, oh, if we keep winning, Joe Barry's going to be, I, they're, they're not, that's not happening. LaFleur just, they, they're not doing it in the middle of the season. They they will fire Joe Barry. I wish I was 100% about that. I'm about 90, but they will fire Joe Barry at some point. So that is happening. I just don't like the whole aspect of Matt LaFleur and the Packers getting high and mighty acting a certain way towards the players. And then you have a coach who is a menace to society and he's able to get away with whatever he wants. Like the coach is terrible. And in the way you're defending him, I said this analogy before this like situation, Matt LaFleur knows his defense is bad and he knows it's 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 bad and he watches the film and he connects it and everything, everything connects to him. And then once he gets to Joe Barry, it's like, what do you do? Well, you're not the reason why. Why are you here? It's like the, the whole process, you get so close. You ever see that meme or that picture where it's like a guy's drilling diamonds and the it's always on the internet. The one guy walks away and he walks away and he, one more hit, he would have got the diamonds. And the other guys, it's a, it's a message of being persistent. And Lafleur's like so close to knowing that Joe Barry's the problem, but he just can't figure it out. And it fucking drives me up a wall. And then this mighty act and Belichick act, it's just ridiculous. So that's pissing me off. Am I mad Jair's suspended? I really don't care one way or the other about that. This is the, the Packers felt like they had to do it. You have to do it. You risk losing the locker room, all this kind of stuff. Jair, Shouldn't have been out for the coin toss. Didn't even know what he was calling. Whatever, whatever. You know, there's more to it, whatever. The thing that angers me about any of this situation is Matt LaFleur doing something, not addressing it, and clearly not doing the one thing that he should be doing. So you can be mad at Jair. You can be mad at Joe Barry. You can be mad at Goot. You can be mad at whoever. I'm mad at LaFleur. The, maybe and maybe in the locker room he's like a leader and we see it there's a different side 
but the LaFleur that we're getting sucks. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hot take Jake. You saw the Bart signal. Blast from the past. What is going on? I, I blast from the past. I, I didn't have done this for a week. God, I, I barely remembered how to get on this thing. Oh, Jesus. Crazy. I was able to catch a little bit of you this morning filling in for uh, What's-Her-Faces, um, Maggie and Perloff. Yeah, yep, talking about bullshit, yep. Yeah, I heard you talking about this very subject, and uh, God, if I had time, I would have called in then. But um, I don't understand how anybody can defend this guy um, I don't, I need to hear some merit for keeping him around and LaFleur. Um, he's clearly not a leader of men. Uh, every time he tries to like seem tough or like authoritative, it's just embarrassing where I cringe and I almost feel bad for the guy. Um, and I think the message with suspension of Jair is accountability for some, but not for all. And Again, like you said, say what you want about the Jair suspension. I think in his mind, he didn't see it as a big deal. Um, just based on the way he's just kind of joking around about it. And I think if there was any inkling that he could have gotten suspended for something like that, he wouldn't have done it. Um, and the optics of the timing of it is horrendous. Um, it's This franchise is turning into a joke before our very eyes, and it starts with the leadership. And I've been on the get rid of LaFleur train for a long time based on mostly suspicions and kind of putting the dots together. Now we're starting to see concrete evidence that this is just not the guy. You've got Devondre Campbell, you've got Jair, you've got Packers wives spouting off on Twitter. All the signs are there um, that this team just, I feel like they're, if they haven't um, completely given up on him, the defense certainly has. Well, yeah, the offense I think is fine. Right. Um, Receivers are fine fine in the sense of that. Like, you know, you've got Jordan love and you've got all these young skill position guys that don't know any better, but none of the drama. There's so much drama on the defense. Well, but I think there's some on the other side of the ball too. I think, um, again, it's a little bit more reading between the lines, but Bakhtiari just seeming so distant from this team. Um, a lot of that probably, and we can all say it's due to Rogers, but I think that's another clear example of him just not buying into LaFleur as a leader. I want people to 
everyone that why did you see Nick Wright's comments on Rogers? I, um, I, if I could have, like, I, I would have gotten some popcorn and listened. Like it was so good. God, he yeah. spoke my mind so succinctly and so articulately. It was beautiful. There was, um, so I retweeted it and obviously like I've been hammering Rogers forever. And I think, I just think that Rogers is insecure and he wants to be the victim and he always tries to get canceled mid sentence. Like he wants to be canceled so that he can bitch about being canceled. That's Rogers. And I retweeted the thing. And then Tony in Texas, <laughs> he's like disingenuous athlete. What about OJ Simpson? He killed people. <laughs> like what the fuck? That's, that's a stretch. Tony. Tony. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, okay. Well, well, let's talk about everyone else who's done that. That's like, uh, hey, um, you know, this uh, was a bad cop, and uh, he shouldn't have given me that ticket. Uh, what about Hitler? You know, what about him? Speaking of uh, awful things, your takes on Chris Middleton. Has it been nice since I haven't uh, – is that is that – so I don't do a couple Bucks games, and then, and then Chris Middleton plays very well? That kind of worked out for you. Yeah, well, it's funny because um, – my take on Middleton is more so based on his contract and like, I feel like he is like something on offense that they don't need, but um, people like to rub it in my face when he plays well, but they don't say anything when he doesn't. Well, yeah, that's how it works. Someone wants to know if you're at church. Why are you looking so nice? Oh, sorry. I uh, just got back from a job interview, actually. But you had a job. I did, but now I don't. And, you know, I was living the dream for a little bit, and now uh, on to the bigger and better things. What? What? Tell me later. Yeah, we can talk. We can chat. Nothing bad. You know, it's. uh, Yeah. Y'all don't get to know that about me. But I do want to say the Nick Wright thing. His thing was like he's never seen someone as disingenuous as Rogers. I like to say that he drips with insincerity in everything that he says. Hey, I've got experience door dashing. If he wants like some hot routes and some tips of the trade, if, uh, if you know, we, we'll see. We'll see. I might, actually, I might actually do it again. I, I I had a lot of fun doing that. I don't know if that's... I could see that being kind of a fun gig. Like you don't have a boss. You just. Do what you want to do. Meet some interesting people. Um, it's kind maybe. of like a real um, low-key form. It's like Grand Theft Auto, although it's like with cheeseburgers. There's probably, I think you can actually, in the new Grand Theft Auto, there probably is a mode where you can just door dash. You know, if if AJ Dillon will, like, you know, farm pretend crops for hours at a time, I'm sure there's people that would be interested in pretend door dashing. But this was interview number two, so hopefully we get that call and, yeah. Oh, during Christmas week? Yeah, it's, uh, I did get a call from Batteries Plus. I told them to go fuck themselves, and uh, it was a good opportunity, but I'm loyal, man. (laughs) Well, I I appreciate that. Um, All right, Jake, thank you for jumping on. Good luck to you, Jake. Thank you, and all my haters, I love you just as much as ever. Oh. Well, Basement Dave says good luck to uh, Jake. There was a nice comment that I liked here from Brett. Brett and Tosa said, Herb Cole is who we all thought Craig Council was 
Milwaukee legend, RIP Herb, and then a nephew Craig for good measure. Uh, Herb Cole passing away at 88. I think that there can't be enough good things said about Herb. Um, everybody seemingly had their own Herb Cole story about I saw him here, or I met him here, or I, you know, whatever. And I do think that he is a guy that um, is is deserving of all that. I mentioned Grant before. I'll mention Grant again. Uh, he had a nice tweet about how this was an owner that realized while he owns the team, they don't belong to him. Okay. I, I, that one thing that's been bothering me a lot is, and I think the John Fisher A's thing has spurred a lot of it, is how these owners, I mean, our beloved thing is their property. Our beloved summers at Miller Park, you know, it's their property. They own it. They own that. They own basically our right to joy. And I think that sports teams, and you know, it's, you know, what people own a movie theater, people own a zoo or the county, I don't know. People own an entertainment park, whatever. But sports teams are such a thing that brings us together in a way that nothing else does. Like the amount of the amount of times that the Packers, let's say, have bridged a gap between people. I mean, on you know different sides of ideology, or even like, God, isn't it the best to? not know what is going to go like you get you marry into a family or you have in-laws or like you're talking to the girl's dad and you're like oh shit what the fuck i mean i'm in love with his daughter it's kind of weird and you're and then he goes to you did you see the game last night you're like oh jesus mary oh i mean yes i did i, I did i i saw the game let's let's talk about the game let's talk about nothing else let's talk strictly about the game and then any other game and tonight's game and tomorrow's game and the one game that I went to, but the games that you would, let's talk about the games. You could have whole relationships with people that are only talking about the games. Uh, who'd you vote for? Oh, uh, you mean in the Pro Bowl? Well, I voted for Jordan Blav. Oh, yeah, me too. Okay. See, sports brings you together. So I don't think that it's, I don't like that, you know, but what are you going to do? It's, it's so far gone at this point, but. Herb Cole, I mean, for a lot of the time that we were Bucks fans when Herb was the owner, we joked that he just wanted to be the eighth seed to get some playoff money. Um, I think the real legacy, obviously, was him keeping the team here by selling it to people who would keep the team here. Uh, Herb Cole way is definitely earned. He should have a statue. I guess he declined having a statue. I mean, we should still build him a statue just so other people like I, you know, yeah, you walk in, it says Herb Cole way. I want I want a big sign that says, Herb Cole's the reason we're not in Seattle. That's what I want. That should be the big sign. Where it says Bucks outside, should be Bucks are only here because Herb Cole sold to people who would keep the team here. And then Gabe, after he sold it, he's like, oh, by the way, here's $100 million for a new arena. What the hell? So, yeah, Herb Cole. Herb Cole's awesome. Uh, the greatest thing ever. Ken says Herb Cole is Wisconsin personified, just a nice guy, passionate about his team, but also passionate about the people that like 
run the team, passionate about the people that um, work for the team, and passionate about the people that support the team. He wasn't just passionate about the team. He was passionate about people that, that support the team. So I thought that was great with uh, with Herb Cole. Um, good to be here. We could talk a little bit. Happyplacehemp.com. Never want to stop reminding you about those guys. The promo code is BART, and it's 25% off. Somebody sent me a uh, message the other day, said the code still works. When was the code going to not work? That code's working. Don't not use the code. Use the code. 25% off. Use the code. 25% off. Each and every order. Happyplacehemp.com. Promo code BART. Use it. Get your gummies. Get your tinctures. Get your get your oils. You know, if you got a little wrist injury, go feel better. Can't sleep? Go la la. Wife doesn't want you to drink as much. Say, I'll take a gummy. Perfect. Situations for any occasion. Happyplacehemp.com. Happyplacehemp.com. Promo code is BART. Um, update that you didn't ask for. I haven't been to the gym in a week. <laughs> well, Christmas, I was gone and then I was working and then, hey, 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 I was watching this bowl game and I was bored because I didn't have any money on it. And then I thought, should I go to the gym right now or should I pop on and, and do a pod? And actually releasing my thoughts and takes is better for me than like walking while on my phone. I'll go tomorrow. Tomorrow never comes. The Milwaukee Bucks played a couple of times since we last talked. Uh, we last did our show when they beat, who did they beat? They beat the Magic. Then they played in New York, beat the Knicks. Played in New York again, lost to the Knicks. And that was on Christmas Day. And I saw the article from The Ringer about the Bucks. Like, I don't know how, not to be an anti-national media guy, but I, I'm going to come in with a flamethrower uh, when I get more of a little presence here because the way people talk about Milwaukee and the Bucks specifically is just bonkers. They're 23-8. and eight. They're totally fine. I mean, you can, you know, nitpick and tweak. I saw somebody wanted, like, Marcus Smart had a good game, and they're like, let's get on. Like, not every day of your existence has to be let's improve the Bucks. Really, you don't have to roster tinker every single day. I know I disagree with people on that because you like to do that, and I'm just like, hey, I think this team is good enough to win. I also think basically we're good enough to outscore people. I really do. I think the defense has been sort of a – a uh, Calling card of the Bucks for a while. I think that. Um, I think that is the case, but it's not anymore. They suck now on defense, or they're not as good as they were. And actually, they don't suck. They just I referenced this the other day. That streak where we like held teams to a hundred points for 10 days in a row or 10 games in a row, it was like 20. And then the Bucs won a game, but they gave up 101. And everyone was so sad and mad. Why? 
I just want to win. Old Dad Bod says the Bucks have a championship roster as is, and it's one of the best offenses in history. Is it so hard to just outscore? Like, does like if you play max offense and sort of defense? I know they played the Nets B squad, and I know they struggle with them for a little bit, but they won a game on Wednesday where Damian Lillard was basically getting light cardio and Brooke Lopez was like splash mountain. If it was defunct and they won, where did these points even come from? Middleton was great. 27. Uh, Giannis 32. Lillard at 12 Beasley Beasley. I saw a lot of people commenting and I will steal this. Um, how with Beasley, Beasley's great because when you do give him an open three, he will actually take that open three. So that is a good part of it. I thought, uh, I text Tim, I thought, I thought you would be home. No. Why are you at work? Because I'm working early today or later today. Oh, good for you. What's your shift today? Uh, five to one. Are you sick? No. Oh, you sound sick. I had something. I had chips down stuck. Oh. I just wanted to come and say hello. I can't stand long. It's no, like, that's okay. Like, I, I, I like, wanted to. I miss It's you. like the work day and, you know, like there are people around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I miss you. Oh, I miss you too. Hey, I heard about the big news. Congratulations. My job? Yeah. I haven't talked to you since. Yeah, but you were like one of the first people I told. I know. Well, you told me off air, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I told you. Thank you. I'm going to miss you. It's been fun doing this. Well, do you want to take over? A lot of people want you to take over daily. I can see it right now. The Tim Shea show. But you just fill in for me every time. <laughs> well, yeah, but you got to. You gotta... What about Tim Shea postgame? We could do that. Tim Shea, why don't you do a post-game New Year's Eve night for Packers-Vikings? You're not doing nothing. I got to work the next morning. Oh, what time? Five. So you're going to be asleep during the ball drop? No, I'll be awake. I can get five, six hours of sleep. Mm. I had to do that last night. I had to get up. I set my alarm at 345. Oh. We might have been on the road at the same time. We might have. Gee, mm-hmm. Sorry. Paul's going to be pissed with that. Yeah, your ASMR. <laughs> Is this like live right now? Oh, gotta go. Okay, see ya. Oh, actually, just hold on. It is live. Uh, Tim's floating head against a brick wall is always good for uh, content. I do want to play a voicemail here that I got from Doug and Racine. Um, <laughs> Doug. Doug worked his way. Doug Doug worked his way into a compliment. Uh, Doug and Racine, Carl's place voicemail, carlovet.com backslash part on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream. Here's Doug. Hey, Bart, Doug from Racine. Just wanted to congratulate you on your new gig. Um, I'll be calling as usual once in a while. Um, talk to you on CBS Sports Radio. So, pretty cool. I like Shep too. I talked to him last night. Uh, he was producing some other guy's show and talked to him for a few minutes. And, uh, 
Oh, I'm all glad he was uh, on there because I like him. And uh, wish you the best of luck. And uh, I think you uh, started out on CBS. I don't know. I wasn't too sure about it. You were a little tentative and this and that. But as you got more and more gigs, you really got good. And the last ones I called in on were really cool. So congrats. Have a good one. Talk to you soon. Bye. That was a voicemail, uh, Tim, from Doug, where you get a compliment. And us in the business, you get a compliment. But he's at first, he's like, yeah, I wasn't sure about you. But you're great now. And I'm all I can focus on is that first show. I must have been bad. I, I suck. I don't, I don't deserve this job. What am I supposed to do? That's great. Fucking Doug. I hope you guys know you can, like, call into the show. Yeah, but it's not going to be the same. You know, it's not. I know. It's, you know. I hope you do bring the Wisconsin flavor to it every every day. Whether it be you know something here, a statement here, a statement there. Obviously, you won't be able to do full segments on. <clears throat> well, I'll tell you what I was tempted to bring up today on the morning show, which I did not. Was my main man Joe Gao? <laughs> I didn't bring him big, up. Big, big around here too. It's a big story. We'll have a good we'll have a good thing on four o'clock if you watch CBS fifty eight news tonight. Did you get them? TMJ had them. Just you wait. Oh, you got them? You sent a reporter to lacrosse. Just you wait. <laughs> I almost I almost called Channel Eight today. I was like, "Hey, this is Bart Winkler. I I worked there fifteen years ago. I will do this story for you for free. I need to do this." I've talked to Joe Gow. I've been in his office. God knows what else happened in there. <laughs> you might hopefully uh, get a like a cleaning wipe, and clean your stuff or whatever. Who knows? I, I was I was online a few months ago, and I did thought I saw someone that looked like Joe Gow, and I was going to bring it up, but then I. Good lord! So is this people are like, last... "Do you see the video?" And I go. Oh, this one? I've already seen this. So is this is this my like last appearance? I know you're gonna do shows like weekly or try to do them, you know, one one show a week or something, right? Well, I think at least two. Okay. Well I'll try and hop on. I just, I can't do post games. I know. I mean that's I'll, fine. But I mean I'll be on the air, so if you want to call about the buck. Again, not the same. Well, because you might be talking about something totally different, and then someone, you know, one of us, call. And they're like, "I want to talk about the Brewers." That's come April, come April. It's a national show. It's any talk about anything. I know, and I f- keep forgetting you're one of those hosts that'll say, "I'll talk about anything." Where you know, some what's well, the like, Mike Francesa? Well, he would just sit there and take calls and be like, "Okay, I'll talk about this now. I'll talk about this now." But- all right. I tell people if I if I'm sitting talking about the fucking Atlanta Braves and you're like, I want to talk about the Toronto Raptors, let's go. Let's go. Let's talk okay. about it. All right. All right. Jerry wants to know why you're so subdued. Tim's at I'm, work. I'm at work. See, we we only we see Tim at a bar, in his car, or at work. Right in front of the uh, brick wall. That you got. Uh, uh, Badgers, 10-point underdog. You got a preview? They're going to win. 
Why? You just have that weird feeling. I don't know. Um, Badgers 24, LSU 23. Why not? 24-23? Playoff predictions. Michigan beats Alabama in overtime. Washington. Well, that would just be great because that's what everyone wanted was a great game. And by the way, USC beating Louisville, leave Florida State out of it. Washington upsets Texas. Washington's winning the whole thing. Washington beats Michigan. <laughs> I tried to raise my cup, but I can't. No. Did you get anything good for Christmas? I got everything I asked for. I got an oral history of the OC. I got a um, a book, a standing desk, not like a desk, like a prop, because I like to stand at work. So I'll be able to raise my computer. I got a T-shirt with Miss Minutes from Loki right here. All right, I'm gonna go. People are probably like, "Who are you talking to?" Miss oh, Minutes. And I forgot to tell you, Justin Thompson Geese has stopped using the weather app on your iPhone, Apple weather app, please, please, please. Tell him I only use that in the summertime when I want to know how hot it is. He watches you, so I'm just letting you know. Well, tell him I saw his family on Facebook at Christmas, uh, and they have a beautiful family. Yes, and Drew Burgoyne wants you back in Milwaukee on Milwaukee local radio. I am in Milwaukee every weekday night he, from 9 he wants local until 1 o'clock. Drew can listen to me on his way home from the 10 o'clock news. Should I just do the last hour, like just Milwaukee and just like see? Yes. What yes. <laughs> All right. It's midnight. I'm just going to do Milwaukee. Now I don't give a fuck about the other 150 affiliates. Uh, I love it. So uh, we traded for Blaine Boyer. Uh, you guys, he's got a five, nine, six ERA. Yeah, are the Brewers going to do anything, or are we just going to get these mid-level double A'ers? I don't know. Let me see. Have we signed anybody today? Uh, McKelvey says we signed Pete Alonzo? Just kidding. <laughs> you muted yourself, you dummy. Damn. There, I lo I lost you my tabs. Mm, I have like yeah. forty yeah. open. No, that's fine. All right, I'm gonna get back to work. All right. Have a wonderful, wonderful New Year, Bart. Are you gonna be you live too. after the Packer game? No, no, it's my anniversary. Yeah, it is. I forgot about that. How dare you? Is this your last live? No, I'll be live again. Well, last like. Well, I guess this is even a post-game show. Never mind. Okay. I would like to find a time during the week so this, where it's, it's always, okay, it's 11 o'clock on Thursday. I was going to say, will your lives now? 3 o'clock on Wednesday. Will your lives now be earlier? Well, they won't be later. All right, sweet. I'll be able to join most of them. The Bart Winkler and Tim Shea Show. You should rename it. All right. B&T. I'll name it the Tim Shea Show if you want. Yeah, you can do that. Come up with a nice logo. You, your face actually would make a really good logo. <laughs> Mine looks like the Nicolay guy. Uh, Stupid beard. 
All right. Take it easy, Bart. Take her twice. Goodbye, everybody. All right. Go Brewers. Go Brewers at this time of the year. Wow. Okay. Goodbye. Uh, Bye, Tim. Um, What else do we want to talk about? Russell Wilson got benched. I talked about that a good amount on the national show. That's how I'm going to talk about it now. On my national show, I talked about this. I'm going to be real douchey about it. Um, but I talked about how Sean Payton sucks. Why did he take that job? Why did he go there? What he there were other jobs open, and then there were more jobs. He, he I thought he was good on TV. He should have stayed on TV. He just stayed on TV, waited for he thought the Cowboys job was open. It probably won't. Um, waited for that, and then what is open now? The Chargers job. The Raiders job, although I do think they'd give that to Pierce. I hope they do. He's earned it. Um, the Panthers job, I don't know. There's other jo- The Broncos job was horrid from the start. The cap was bad. Um, so I, I don't know. If he just wanted the paycheck, that's fine. If he missed the daily grind, I guess. But the situation itself is is awful. I don't know where Russ goes. Where does he, who does he back up? Because they're not going to cut him until June first. Everyone's going to have a quarterback. Could he play baseball? That's Russell Wilson. We're a long way from the Russell Wilson Badger season. We really are. Uh, Daniel says, "Is Lamar Jackson still my MVP?" He is. It was never Brock Purdy. He got eliminated because there's another guy on his team that could also be MVP. That was simple for me. Although McCaffrey, I would if it was McCaffrey or, or Tyreek. If it's a quarterback, I think it's got to go to Lamar. Unless they scuffle here and Josh Allen really wills the Bills into the playoffs. The Bills winning that game the other day against the Chiefs where they just ran it the whole time. Um, that kind of, I think, hurt Lamar. I think most valuable players, MVP is most valuable player. Who's the most valuable player? Right now, I think John Morant's the most valuable player in the NBA. I know he's not going to get the 65 games or whatever, but who's more valuable? We saw what it was like without him, and now we're seeing what it's like with him. There's a big difference. He's very valuable. If you just want to give it to the best player, that's a different award. And then why would you give it to Purdy? Just because he's the quarterback on the best team? What's the point of the award then? Comeback Player of the Year awards fascinating to me because it should go to DeMar Hamlin because he almost died, and now he's playing. He almost died, and now he's playing. Granted, he only has two tackles on the season and has only been in two games, but that's what I give it to. The Comeback Player of the Award, it's between him, a guy who almost died, Joe Flacco, a guy who was on his couch two months ago, uh, Matt Stafford, a guy who was hurt. The Tua, a guy who was concussed. So it's like there's injuries and uh, Stalis Tom says, okay, he says Hamlin is quote unquote playing. Now, did you mean quote unquote Hamlin is playing? <laughs> is, is that what you meant? I don't know. I, that was a fun story where they had Josh Allen had to answer questions. Uh, 
think it was really him. But the comeback player, the uh, Alex Smith got it one year when his leg was broke. Geno Smith got it last year. What did Geno Smith come back from? He was never good. He was always bad. And then he was just good. He didn't come back from anything. He came back from like the past, I guess. Oh, remember Geno Smith? Oh, he's back. Award. I, I don't know. What did he come back from? Nothing. He came back from sucking. He always sucked. So it wasn't like he was good and then he sucked and then he got good again. Guys get the award for that. <laughs> Tom didn't mean playing, but Hamlin is good too. Well, he's on the roster, but he never plays. They've only activated him for two games. So did the Bills want to cut him, but they're like, ah, shit, we can't. But he was good last year. Hamlin was good last year. When that all happened, I knew about him. This is so bad because I was, I used him that night in a defensive fantasy league. I was like, oh no, Hamlin's down. I need him. And I was like, oh shit, I think he's dead. So that was bad. But he is on the roster. He is, he is playing. Um, Packer prediction. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I don't even know. I guess they win. I have no idea. Of course I'm going to say they win. Why wouldn't I? My buddy's starting Nick Mullins in a fantasy championship league. And why not? Don't you love that? Tommy DeVito, NFC Offensive Player of the Week, benched. Baker Mayfield, although Baker's Baker's kind of catapulted that. The Panthers game, that sucked. I Oh, my God. I never... Th- I never fully thought they would lose, but it definitely felt like they could totally lose. I just felt like we needed to stop a two-point conversion. Uh, It's not a fully defensive fantasy league. It's like a salary cap league. So you you take uh, a quarterback, two or three running backs, three or four receivers, a tight end, a kicker, three linemen, three linebackers, Two corners, two safeties, a kicker, and a, or I said a kicker, and a defense. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun. I'm in 10 leagues. I'm in two championships. Two third-place games, and I lost my guillotine last week. So maybe I'm not. I mean, two championships is pretty good, but for a guy that spends as much time on this shit, I got to be better than that. Um, all right. Anything else on Joe Gao? It looks like at the four o'clock news, we'll have an interesting segment on that on CBS 58. And I look forward to that. Thanks to our friend, Tim. Oh, I also wanted to shout out Tupelo Honey. We went there on Christmas Eve. We had their brunch. Uh, and there was another guy there using the coupon code. So that was great to see the month of December. Uh, that's still good. 20% off. Write it in the reservation notes. Bart Winkler show. And uh, thank everybody there for a really good meal. And in fact, my kid didn't eat all of his. So I just finished his chicken. I know it's four days ago, but it was still good. I just finished his, I finished his little chicken tenders. That was my lunch to below honey. I literally is in my stomach right now, right there, right in there. Guys, we will talk again soon.
Uh, enjoy the evening and talk in a bit.